Brooklyn Band Overcoats return to our studio for another session. My name is Alicia Sweeney and this is Indie 1023. We first discovered the band back at South by Southwest 2017 and we've loved seeing their rise since then. That year the duo released their critically acclaimed album. The debut is called Young and now 2020 finds the band nearing their sophomore release. Today we're going to hear songs from their latest EP, The Fool, and you can catch the band tonight at the Ogden Theater with Cold War Kids. Hannah and JJ, welcome back to the studio. Thank you. Happy to be back. Yeah. Well, let's start with the song. What are you going to play first? We will start with The Fool. Overcoats, join us in the studio for another session. That's the song, The Fool. And we got to dig into that. But briefly, who did you bring into the studio with you today? We have the full band. 
Yes, we do. We'd love to introduce Maddie Vote on drums, Sarah Labriola, also known as Pepe, on guitar. What I love about The Fool that you just performed, I really connected with it. I found it really unapologetic. And uh, you guys in the studio, I noticed performing this, you have some of the lyrics painted on your jeans. We do. Yes. Who's who's the artist or do you do it together? I would say JJ is the artist, but I help out a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes I, I put Hannah to work with a fabric pen. We wanted to embody the songs and the kind of aggression. And so we designed these jeans, which feature a lot of the lyrics actually from The Fool and a couple other songs that you'll hear. Awesome. So The Fool, it's based on this tarot card. Uh, Tell me a little bit more about this. It's based on the tarot card by the same name, The Fool, and the card signifies taking a leap of faith or an unknown future. And so we wrote a song based on this card. We were feeling a bit lost and not sure where to turn. We were starting to write new music. You know, the world was going crazy and we were feeling the sense of restlessness and hopelessness. And so the song is partially about not knowing which way to turn and also kind of about uh, finding a home in each other and binding ourselves together on this crazy journey we call life. And what's incredible about that, you brought it to life through the music video. I know that's kind of a topic du jour that people like to talk to, but you actually shaved each other's heads in the music video, and it's kind of that blind leap of faith that uh, that kind of the fool references. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty intense experience. It was wild to kind of trust each other and shave each other's heads live on camera. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it... It felt like the right thing to do to kind of brand ourselves as warriors as we embark on this next chapter. So you released a a little mini EP, can we call it that? Yeah. With three songs on it. You'll be performing a couple more from that uh, today, but it's not the sophomore album that you're promising for 2020. (laughs) I've heard you say you want to wipe the slate clean with this new release. What can you say about that intention at this point? I think that the Sonics will be surprising. To some of our fans, we've definitely, as you can see in the three songs that have been released, we're a bit more guitar heavy, a bit grungier, a bit grittier. But um, I can say that um, our vocals and harmony are still at the core of what we do. I'm curious. Uh, I, I see in the studio you have the the guitar and the bass, and you brought the whole the whole band in. What were you listening to while you were working on this? Uh, working on the follow up to the debut. While we were touring our first record, we were obviously in a van for most of every day. Um, and so we, we had some playlists going. Uh, we got very into Nirvana, Radiohead, and Public Enemy, Iggy Velvet, Pop. Velvet Underground. The Violent um, Femmes. Beatles, obviously. Yeah, and, and I think this that sort of kind of more classic rock and a little bit of a grittier walls of guitar sound really influenced the way we wanted to make our second record. We picked up guitar and bass and started slamming on them. Yeah, we're excited to to see what unfolds with this new record because, you know, Denver's been a longtime fan of you, fans of you guys since uh, we are longtime fans of Denver, <laughs> which we love that. And I want to I want to talk more about uh, you guys playing in this upcoming tour in Life on the Road. Uh, but uh, let's hear another song or play a couple. What's next? Uh, the next one we're going to play is called Keep the Faith. 
Overcoats, and this next song we're going to play for you is called I Don't Believe in Us. i 
Overcoats on Indie 1023 with I Don't Believe in Us. And before that, a new song from the band. It's called Keep the Faith. So this one's your love song? It is. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, we're definitely wiling out in it, but it is it is a love song, and it's it's got sweet lyrics. It's about not always being in control of how you feel and accepting that. Yeah, I kind of gleaned a little bit like taking the high road. Yeah. Out of it. Mm-hmm. So since the first time you came into our studio, which was right after South by Southwest 2017, what struck me and kind of the rest of our staff was that you guys have this strong friendship and a strong musical bond that's conveyed in your music and in your onstage presence. And now that you've been full-time musicians for a few years at this point, is your writing process just as collaborative as when you first began? I would say so, yeah. We definitely always feel that a song is not an overcoat song unless both of us has have kind of contributed to it or touched it equally and so that that still feels like it rings true we we don't live together so we do send a bunch of voice memo nuggets back and forth but we still write in the way that we first started as well where we sit down with Hannah playing guitar and and just write together and figure Mm -hmm. out lyrics and and harmonies so a bit of both yeah do you write for the harmonies as well yeah definitely yeah and actually on on the fool uh which we played first um and a couple other songs that we will be releasing this spring we sing in unison which is new for us usually we we sing everything in harmony and i think that we wanted to it's a simpler way of of being one voice is to just actually sing exactly the same thing and and kind of bind ourselves together like that and so that that's a new thing for us that we have really enjoyed it feels very like we're warriors in this army together singing gang vocals um a gang of two a gang of two all are welcome (laughs) (laughs) um but but so that's been that's been a fun way to write as well where we're not worried about the harmonies working together we're just like screaming pretty much Um, and that's been very cathartic for us yeah I can imagine I wanted to compliment you too and just say that uh, what you two create as friends and collaborators I call it a musical hug is what comes to mind like seeing you guys perform together you guys are the total like hashtag friend goals or whatever people say nowadays (laughs) squad life yeah (laughs) squad life what creates a perfect night on stage for you I think for me it's so much about the crowd like that's why we're there is to share the music with people and so when they are responding and they're into it and they're using it to heal or to party or whatever it it makes it all worthwhile um and and so having a great crowd who's really into it and invested just like makes all the difference yeah totally yeah I think um the crowd is definitely really important. I think we have little, you know, pre-show rituals that we do that help get us in the zone. We always hug right before we begin our set, which kind of centers us. So we have little things that ensure it's it's a going to be a, a, good, a good, good time. Night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's life like on the road? Are you in a van? Are you in a bus now? Or we are still in a van, but a bigger van. A bigger van. We used to tour in a minivan, which was really like 
soccer mom of us. Yeah. Um, and now we're up to like a 15 passenger van, which is luxurious to us. It's really fun being on the road. I think at first being touring musicians was kind of jarring and now it feels kind of like the norm. And so actually being home, you're like, what am I supposed to do with myself? Whereas getting in the van, it's actually very meditative to have such a rigid schedule. You load in the van, you get to the venue, you load out, you set up, you know how to set up, you know what you're supposed to do. Whereas being home, we don't have that kind of structure in our lives. And so I actually feel like when we get back on tour, I can breathe and I'm like okay yeah this is a crazy life but it's what I know and it's what I know how to do yeah like being home is lonely compared to tour tour is like summer camp you're just like (laughs) literally piled on top of your friends for like two months yeah and then you get home and you're like where is everyone (laughs) who's like in charge of googling what to do when you have downtime in a city or where to eat oh we try to share the responsibility but (laughs) um brunch is a big thing for days off we like to have a good bougie brunch yeah nice you've been lucky to go out on the road and open up from some pretty great bands and have your own headlining tours and i want to mention one because there's the colorado connection elena and pat riley aka tennis you've played some shows with them what'd you learn from life on the road with those two god i want to show you my text inbox because are you talking message is hannah plus elena and pat (laughs) oh love them so deeply they are incredible. We had we did two tours with them, right? I think so. More on the way, I'm sure. I um, hope. They're amazing. And though we are not romantically connected, we are basically married. And, <laughs> and Elena and Pat are obviously married. And so <laughs> literally just being kind of just like a married couple, like seeing them and how they support each other and how they split responsibilities and all these things I think were like super interesting and helpful to us because we were like oh we're like basically married we share a bank account like we can learn some stuff here they're also just good people and I think that over the past four years I think when we were on tour with them we didn't realize at the time how special that is because a lot of musicians kind of go off the walls and and don't necessarily treat other bands with the kind of respect that they do and so to have that in our lives was so so special and so inspiring about the way that we want to treat our openers and connect with the other folks that we're playing music with Um, cold war kids another group that is really really lovely to tour with yeah they're amazing and that's who you're on the road with now (laughs) and you're playing with them tonight at the ogden theater it's the beginning of 2020 any new year's resolutions or goals or intentions that you've set that you should that you want to share to inspire this is going to be a big year for us and we're just really excited to start getting new stuff out there yeah us too how about play a new one now Uh, This last song we're going to play for you is Leave If You Wanna.
The Fool, It Is Overcoats on Indy 102.3. You can catch them tonight at Ogden Theater with Cold War Kids. Hannah, JJ, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you for having us. Thank you.